shop the biggest health and beauty brands in store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Tracking how they're rocking the comp, it's Hurricane Valley with Norm Hewitt and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. Yes, good evening uh, Aotearoa, this is Hurricane Valley and uh, good evening to uh, my esteemed co-host of Hurricane Valley right throughout the season, Norm Hewitt, how you doing buddy? I'm doing well Ricardo, how are you doing mate? You sounds like you're in a bit of uh, bit of homestay. Yeah, a bit of homestay mate, I got the uh, uh, my missus uh, rat tested today, got a positive and because I'm a close contact that means I've got a lockdown so I did a rat test but mine came back negative so... I've been boosted, but she hasn't. She, she hasn't got around to getting a boost yet. So maybe my boosters saved me. Maybe, maybe all, all the best in that space, mate. It's, it's, I hope she's doing well. Yeah, no, she's she's not too bad, mate. It's uh, you know, that achy body, the sore throat, um, bit of a fever, um, crankier than usual. You know, that just that kind of stuff, mate. You know, <laughs> how, how I, I noticed you just took the volume down when you said cranky as usual, mate. So you. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gathering she's next door and she can hear everything you're saying. So Mate, be careful. There's, there's never a safe place in the house to say nothing. You know that. You know that, Norm. <laughs> I know that well. <laughs> hey, mate, um, we'll talk uh, Canes um, properly in a minute. But in, in Hurricanes news, um, Hurricanes uh, Pua uh, have announced that uh, for that Sky Super Rugby Aupeke, uh Sarah Hidani is going to be the uh, inaugural captain, which is uh, which is great news, mate. She's a fantastic oh, uh, servant of the game. Great black fern. Oh, absolutely. You know, Hidani is, a, is it's, it's a renowned name that uh, travels in many, many sports, but... Have uh, Sarah Hidani as the uh, first captain of the uh, Opiki uh, Hurricanes women's team. Uh, couldn't be a better better start to the competition having them coming in and all the talent that uh, that's going to be on show. And of course, being such a legend herself, uh, we're looking forward to going and watching um, the competition kick off. Uh, soon, well, if we're allowed to, we'll definitely see it on TV, but looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, we are. We are, mate. I, I'm just a little bit uh, disappointed for the uh, for the women in the team that, you know, what was a one-month competition didn't really feel like enough. It's now two and a half weeks and they're having to do it in Tupor, you know, because um, if you looked at that end of year tour last year and how far we looked behind those best European teams, I don't know that this is enough to bridge that gap before the next World Cup. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But we're in those really uncertain times. And look, if they they really wanted to make it happen, I'm sure they'll be able to lengthen and put it put a bit more behind it once we understand where we are in this uh, in this situation with the Omicron. Um, because you know, look, it's at the other side of uh, the Super Rugby. You've got the Chiefs going home because they haven't got a game this weekend, mm. uh, and that's the disruption that is there. But hopefully, we see. At least, you know, we're going to see a taste of it. And that taste hopefully will draw more opportunity for the games and for our women to be playing top-level football as professional players on that on that par now, which maybe not par from a financial, which will come, uh, but from a par as uh, getting the competition kicked off. Better than not having it kicked off. That would be devastating. 
That would be. Yeah, no, you're right there, 100% correct there, Norm. Uh, well, we did get the uh, competition underway this weekend, and uh, the Hurricanes got underway against uh, the Crusaders first up, mate, and, you know, they, they went damn close, didn't they? Uh, that last 20 minutes, they put the Frighteners up the Crusaders, and see, what if that TMO had just taken off his red and black jersey for a little bit? They, they might have even got there. Well, yeah, look, I tell you what, I mean, you'd have to be, you'd have to be, uh, a hawk to to see that the big bean may got even close to that ball, mm. and that was that was definitely the game changer. You know, if you get forty two eighteen to the Crusaders in the seventy fourth minute, and the score being forty two thirty two, you know you got to give the Hurricanes there there's some there's some spark in there, and they've they've got some, the foundation to work from. It just didn't go their way in the end of the day, and there were just a couple of little things, but yeah, I agree, you know. That uh, whoever was up in the uh, eye in the sky, and, and I don't know how many times you can cut that and then look at it and go, I don't know, his finger touched it. I, I mate, was it was a game changer really? Yeah, well, that was the thing. I mean, to be fair to the TMO, the, the other two were probably correct decisions, but that Ben May one. I mean, you could see yeah. Scott Barrett touch it. You could not see Ben May touch yeah. it, and I, I thought the whole That's indication right. was you have to see an a, a, an obvious error, and there wasn't one. A very a very clear. You know, it's got to be clear. So define clear. That wasn't clear. But, you know, end of the day, whistle's gone. The score's in the bank. Move on to the to the next game that's coming out. And it's a big one as well. So take the lessons and the lens because, you know, there was a few tries that the Crusaders scored through our defensive line that wasn't there. And that was just about the getting in line and moving up to the Crusaders. And if if they get a sniff, they're going to take it, and they did, and they deserved the win. But don't take away from, out of all the competition, I thought the Crusaders and the Hurricanes looked like they were ready to play Super Rugby, where a number of the other teams, just about every other team I watched over the weekend, still looked like they were in a wee bit of preseason mode. So, you know, it was good to see that the uh, Hurricanes learned a lot from their win the week before in the preseason, and then came to the fore. But we're still missing some significant players out of that Hurricanes team. And it makes a difference when you have the stalwarts likes of, you know, TJ in in the back, not saying that uh, that Boot didn't have a good game, but TJ, experience, same with Coles, same with Franks, you know, same with Bird, those kind of players that are uh, st- still to come back and seeing those young guys, you know, three um, three players getting their first, first caps for the Canes, and, you know, you've got the old man in there who's uh, chipped off a centurion as one of the oldest players in the comp. So, but Ben May's finger, mate, just didn't touch that ball. Did not touch that ball, mate. I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> wholeheartedly, Norma. And, you know, the thing is, your cards on the table. I, I'm born and bred an Auckland boy, right? So I didn't have I didn't have a horse in the race, but I was watching that game purely as a neutral. And uh, I was like, how is that not being allowed? I thought that was, uh, you know, just... Just wrong, pedantic, uh, pedantic wrong. to the extreme, mate. Pedantic to the extreme. Extreme. That that decision. Yeah. yeah. Um, extreme. Yeah, decision. Extreme decision. Yeah. I mean, and that would have made it a, a heck of a lot closer. But I mean, having laid the cards on the table and told you that I'm born and bred in Auckland, so my allegiances tend to be a bit blue. Um, I look at this weekend and I think, you know what, the Canes are going to be so much better after that hit out, and the Blues are coming in cold. And I know that the Blues are favourites at the TAB, but if I was going to bet on this game this weekend, I'm I'm, I'm probably going to have to back the Canes 1-12, to I think. I think that's probably Ooh, where I'd go. Mate, 
you're lucky you're not in the studio and you're going to be doing it remotely with uh, Steve Devine because he he won't be liking the language you're just putting out there, mate. <laughs> you know, going from blue to yellow. Uh, but like I, I I agree, I agree in the context of the Hurricanes have had a a, a week in preparation after playing the best in the competition, and they got to the point where it could have been gone either way. You know, you score three tries or two tries in six minutes, it opens that opportunity up. Now, they're going to be better off starting against the Blues. We're in a neutral stadium or, you know, neutral park. Let's see what happens because on the other side, you've got the Blues who are fresher. You've got them coming off a, off a preseason where they've done, you know, they've got some players coming, coming in and they've got a, a good foundation. But I, I would... Uh, Definitely agree with you, mate, that uh, I would take the Canes not even by the heart. It's definitely with what they've been able to do in the, with the, against the Crusaders in preparation for this weekend. Yeah, no, I I, uh, I think that's uh, that's pretty much bang on. Uh, my thoughts, Norm. I mean, in terms of that game, uh, who stood out for you uh, from a Canes point of view and who do you think will be looking at themselves going, I need to do better? Look, I... I thought Barrett had a extremely awesome game. I mean, there were a couple of little errors, but the consistency for that whole game, Barrett had outstanding. I mean, who did he fend off? Who did he fend off? The, the Crusaders. Yeah, that's right. On. That was a great you know? fend, wasn't it? Great fend. Great fend. And it was one of the wingers that I would think, he was. he's an all-black, that he would be able to take uh, Barrett. But Barrett had a, a really strong game from the back. Uh, he he got into it physically. Um, I thought Goosen uh, Goosen 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 yep. had a a very very strong game, and I didn't even have my starting fifteen, but he would you know I wouldn't change that starting fifteen. But Barrett and uh, Goosen, I thought Love Love was solid. Um, Adi was all solid. I thought Scrafton had a good hit out for his first first game, and. Um, that would be my two forwards. I'm harder on the forwards, to be honest, uh, than than the backs because playing in the forwards, knowing that, uh, you know, I thought Griffey, Griffey would look at that game going, that wasn't my best game. I thought, you know, Flanders had a, a solid game and Scrafton had a solid game, but there were a couple of little things there. And that's where we missed that that real um, statesman and, and like Coles in that, uh, in that side. Our scrum did okay. I wouldn't say that we we bashed them through the whole game. I thought in points we did. And that's the other era where I thought, you know, our set phase wasn't too bad, but it could have been better. And then our defensive line, which defensive line that got broken, we're all forward defensive line um, guys. So I thought the forwards, if they pick their game up, they'll be fine. But uh, Barrett was my outstanding. Goose and uh, Love were the three best backs. Yeah, I, Artie, I thought, of course, um, was right up there, mate. Yeah, yeah, I thought I was about to say, Artie, I thought um, there were times, I know you, maybe the Kings didn't bash the Crusader scrum, but they had parity, and, you know, there were times where it set and it just stayed square and it allowed Artie to go off the yeah. back. And when he did that, and he did it quickly, I thought um, they that made a real impact. And the other thing that really impressed me with the Canes was how quickly they formed and threw the line out. So it didn't get, what, give Whitelock and, Bar- uh, White and Barrett time to set and, and to read things. And if they can put that together and do it really, you know, do it well against the Blues, 
that's going to be the path that's going to enable them. What they tried to do against the Crusaders that didn't go work for them was their drive. The Crusaders driving more, you know, they scored, they got a penalty try and they scored with a driving more. Um, but when the Hurricanes tried it against the Crusaders, they actually went backwards. So that would have been a, a bit of work to be put in there for the Canes so that they, they, they hold that line well, but they've got to get their bodies way lower in that forward pack to, to match a team like the Crusaders. And I don't believe that uh, the Blues are going to be any different. If you get put your body uh, positions high, you're going to get pushed back. And that would be an area where I would have thought they would have worked on. And then that was the back ball. I don't know what they, they call it, um, but there was a number of times where that got missed. So there was just timing issues within that as well. But overall, mate, I was really pleased that uh, they came back from... Uh, 42-18 to end up at 42-32. Yeah, I thought it was a, it was a good comeback, all right. It was a good comeback. I don't know, Razor wasn't happy. Uh, you know, we, uh, we we had Jason Ryan on on Sunday with, with Marshy, and he, he, he pretty much echoed those thoughts. Uh, this is Hurricane Valley uh, that you can catch every Wednesday here on SENZ between 7 and 7.30 with myself, Ricardo Paul, and Norm Hewitt. And uh, we're talking everything Hurricanes. And coming up next, it's uh, one of the great Hurricanes. I, I believe that Smithy uh, today, earlier today, uh, did a Mount Rushmore of Hurricanes players, the four greats that you'd have on Mount Rushmore. And this bloke made the cut. Uh, so Dane Coles is going to join us up next. If you've got a question for Colsey, uh, you can hit us on double eight double three uh, with your questions. Or if you even, you're brave enough to ask the man himself, you can call 0800 150 811. Dane Coles, the skipper of the Canes, he joins us next. We do it every Wednesday between 7 and 7.30 right here on SENZ, just talking Canes and who better to have on uh, than the bloke I reckon that when he retires he should be the mascot because uh, he is Canes through and through. Uh, that is Dane Coles, he joins us. G'day Dane, how you doing? How you going lads? Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, mate. Any time, any time. Hey, uh, I've got to ask. I've got to ask. I've, I've I've appreciated your play over the years, and uh, you remind me of a bloke uh, from time to time. Uh, the way that you managed to to find yourself in the uh, in, in that wing position so often uh, and and dive over from about ten metres for a try. I mean, how big an influence on your game was Fitzy? Because um, are you seagull just like him, mate? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, the games will be adapted, but yeah, even though. Well, normally on the wing as well, we'd, we'd bowl over a couple of players. So, yeah, I've kind of just um, copied from the, the guys before me and um, kind of added, added my little bit to, to the game. But, yeah, um, try not to seagull too much, but, yeah, try to get into the middle and do some work as well. Yeah. Uh, kia ora, Dane Norm here, bro. Uh, mate, it's, it's not just on the wing. I've seen you come from the midfield and, and sidestep three or four players and go under the post. So, you know, the game has definitely evolved. I hope hope you're in the final all good, my friend, and thanks for being on the show. Um, if I get straight into it, when are you back? Uh, I was actually down in Queenstown uh, for a week, but I've just I've had to come home. I've got a little bit of niggle, just old age, bro. So uh, yeah. doing everything I can to get back. So hopefully, um, yeah, probably still a couple of weeks away, which is frustrating. But yeah, I've just got to be um, yeah, put all my energy to um, being positive and doing all the little things to get me back on the field. So, uh, yeah, working hard behind the scenes to join the boys again. And, yeah, a bit frustrating, but it's all part of it. Yeah, yeah. I hear you, I hear you. Um, <laughs> give us a bit of an insight to uh, the, game, the, the team before the game against the Crusaders, the first game, and 
after the game? Yeah, I thought, I thought we, um, we probably didn't have a great start. You know, they, they, they kind of caught us off guard with that set piece off their scrum. And, but I love the boys' ticket to come back. And, um, yeah, I suppose those two couple, couple of disallowed tries, you've got to take the opportunities, you know, against a team like that. And, and then they got two, um, I suppose, drive more, you drive tries and a little special at the bat. But, yeah, it's always frustrating to lose to them because, uh, you know, obviously they're, they're the benchmark. And I thought we did bloody well to come back. We, our attacking game was bloody awesome, I reckon. We, we showed some really good, um, I thought we were probably the best attacking side out there. But, unfortunately, they just did the classic Crusader stuff and drive and, and get a try and we were dominant in that area. So I think there's a lot of positives, but um, your yeah, defence will be a big one, especially against a, a pretty attacking Blues team. So that's been, not been our focus. But, yeah, it was good being down there, bro. It was um, not a bad spot to be parked up in a, in a bubble in Queenstown. We're right across from the lake and, um, you know, your meals and your washing's all done for you. So there's a good chance to, you know, connect and guide and... Um, me coming home, but I, I know the boys are definitely enjoying each other's company down there. Uh, Dane, I mean, it feels to me as a uh, as a spectator watching that game against the Crusaders that you two teams, your two teams, looked like the two teams who were most ready for the competition. You looked like you were already in season. Everybody else looked a bit rusty. Do you do you think that gives you an edge uh, against the Blues this weekend, given they haven't had a game yet? Yeah, I probably think that you know, I'll definitely. Um, help our rhythm and, and combination-wise, I think it'll definitely definitely help. But I suppose it puts... Oh, I think the Blues will know that they probably, you know, haven't played too much for you, so there's always in the back of their mind of making sure they prepare well and do the little things. But, yeah, it puts us in a good spot, and I suppose it's probably created a little bit of edge too with us um, losing against the Crusaders, and I'm pretty sure well, we don't want to go, you know, zero from two um, at the start of the season. So, yeah, hopefully it works in our favour, but it's easy saying it, mate. It's what, on, it's what happens on the field that counts. So, yeah, the boys are doing everything they can to, to turn that around. Oh, that's awesome, mate. I, mate, I, I picked, uh, thought uh, Jordy Barrett had an outstanding game from the back and the, his physicality mm. and hitting the line and, and what he did. Uh, mate, I would love to have been there to watch it, but it looked really good on, on telly. Yeah, mate, he's he's probably one of the few backs that actually could play in the forwards. I reckon, Jordy, he's, he's yeah, he's he's a bit um, he's a tough he's a tough bugger, and you could see um, he was yeah, definitely him and Ali were probably the the guys that stood out. But yeah, he's a great player to play with, mate. He's, he always puts his body on the line, and he's got the you know a bit of mongrel in him, but he's also got that skill set of that sets him apart of being a world class fullback. So. Um, yeah, mate, he's, he's, he's definitely a great player to have in our team, and he's a big leader and a big, um, good team man as well, so it's good to have him. Dane, can I just ask No, I'll just switch about, it a wee bit. Oh, sorry, sorry, Norm, I was just going to dive in there before you, you move on. Uh, <laughs> if he was going to play in the forwards, mate, what number would he be wearing on his back, do you reckon? <sighs> He'd probably be his old man, wouldn't he? Smiley, maybe a lock or a six or something. He jumped the line out. We had a, I think we had a special special move down in Christchurch when we played the Crusaders, and he jumped and got the ball. And but we didn't. The move didn't come off. But he, he gets his head in some dark places. So uh, yeah, I definitely think that lock or the loose um, would suit him pretty good. Yeah, he he's definitely in between that back forward, mate. Because I see him get a bit of that red red eye zone into him, and he gets yeah. a bit aggressive, and then he then he freaks out a wee bit. So. I love that, and, uh, and it just just follows this old man really, really well. But but just move on. 
you had another um, fellow centurion join the, join the pack, and and you know to see the big old uh, Tio Mutu Mammoth Ben May um, <laughs> play his hundredth uh, game for for the Canes. I thought you know front rower, outstanding. You're a centurion. Mm-hmm. You know what, what's it like? You know playing your hundredth game for the Canes. Yeah, Norm, it's it's pretty special. Like, you know, it was the team I kind of grew up, you know, watching, watching yourself and like Cully and that. So I've got a lot, I suppose, an emotional connection to it. And yeah, to do it handy um, was pretty special. And um, yeah, I was stoked for Bama, mate. He's like a very unique character. Like, I don't think I've ever met anyone else in, the, in my rugby life that is like him. He's he's a country hit from down down south, but. Yeah, he's just a great team man, and um, he's honest. <laughs> Keeps the boys on edge and say what's on his mind. But um, yeah, he's come off the farm at 39, and last couple of years he's answered a few, you know, SOS calls for us, and he's turned up and got got stuck in, and like he hasn't left. So yeah, we're good mates, mate. So it was, I was proud to watch Bama and you know join a pretty cool club, and yeah, I'm pretty stoked and, and happy for him and his family that he got the chance to do that. And Dane, you guys are playing the Blues, of course, this weekend, uh, and the Blues' only preseason game against opposition was against you guys in uh, Porirua uh, a few weeks ago mm. in the rain. Um, of course, all the eyes are going to be on their number 12. Uh, how do you reckon he went, and uh, what was the kind of message to the boys uh, before that game? <laughs> the boys are pretty keen to get stuck in, to be fair. But... Locker room chat, which is you know understandable, but he, it was it was a terrible day. But he actually played pretty solid, mate. He was um, was actually like a lot of running rugby considering the conditions. Um, so yeah, I think he he's probably done you know enough work. He looks like he's got a pretty good work ethic, and um, it'd be good for him to see just to get out there and play some footy and and experience it you know firsthand. So um, yeah, hopefully he doesn't go too good, but. Um, yeah, he, I, I think he's a pretty special player and it looks like he's got a good hit on him as well, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, good stuff, Dane. All right, mate. Hey, listen, thanks very much for giving up some time uh, for us on a Wednesday evening. I really appreciate it, mate. We'll let you go and rehab that golfing injury you obviously picked up in Queenstown, eh? <laughs> well, thanks, I hate Aussie. golf. <laughs> Cheers, Ed. Good to talk. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Uh, Dane Coles there with his absolute legend. What a bloke, what a bloke. And he, t- he, he took all the ribbon well too, uh, Norm. So you've got to love that. Got to love it, mate. Got to love, love it. Hey, before we before we finish Hurricane Valley, mate, I, I need to get your picks this weekend. So let's go through them. Uh, Highlanders, Crusaders um, at Forsyth Bar yeah, Friday Crusaders, night. Mate. Crusaders, mate. Crusaders, all right. Over at Leichhardt Oval, uh, the Waratahs play the Reds. Where are you going on this one? Reds. Reds, okay. Brumbies, Drua. Do I have to ask you about the Blues Canes? We kind of covered that, didn't we? We did. We did. All right, Hurricanes <laughs> it is. Uh, Rebels and the Force, mate. I thought the Force gave the, the Brumbies a bit of a tickle oh. up, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did. But, uh, mate, I, I like the Force. Go the Force. Go the Force. All right, good stuff, Normie. Yeah. Um, thanks again for, for joining us on Hurricane Valley, mate. Uh, a pleasure as always, and I look forward to doing it all again next week, eh? Yeah, awesome, Ricardo. Look forward to it, mate. And, uh, 
Two more sleeps. Two more sleeps, mate. Two more sleeps. We might have to. We might have to next week do a crossover bit with you and Steve Devine after that Hurricanes Blues. Depends. Depends how that result yeah, goes. Yeah, I know. There's a bit of history between me and uh, Steve. Oh, yeah, I see that bit of buffo up there, Stevie. So uh, I'm sure we'll reminisce a wee bit. That'll be golden. That'll be golden. Good stuff, Norm. Go well, bro. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon, eh? Yep, love it. This is Hurricane Valley here on SENZ. We do it every Wednesday night, 7 till 7.30. It's 7.27. Up next, Blues Brothers with Steve Devine.